Hey. How are you? Can you hear me? Hello? 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 Hey, can you hear me? There you are. Now I can. Perfect, perfect. How's your day been so far? Good. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. Thank you. Dude, I woke up. You know how yesterday I was sick? Yeah, yeah. Well, today it was like worse. <clears throat> I oh, waking, my God, really? Yeah, I ended up waking up at 3.30, couldn't go to sleep. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm actually glad right now my voice is good. But earlier when I was doing Daily Huddle with the team, um, it's like I had so much phlegm and I couldn't even talk. But Man, that sucks. Hopefully it's just a cold or something. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, the interview is going to be about 30 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and ask you a ton of questions um, okay. and then just answer them to the best of your ability. You'll be able to see these articles anyways before they go out. Okay. Um, and then, you know, so we can edit it and things like that. But um, yeah, you ready? Let's do it. Cool. So I'm going to start off with the most basic question you probably ever received. And that's tell me more about yourself. Um, okay. So I, I started, my family has a background in real estate. Um, they've been flipping houses and investing in properties since 2008. My mother is also a real estate agent. And I always knew that I wanted to get into real estate. I just never knew what um, avenue or what aspect I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, in high school, I wasn't a really good student. I didn't pay attention in school much. I was building up a landscaping company and I knew that I wanted to get into real estate, like I said. So I, I knew I didn't need the schooling for the real estate, right? Um, right? So I built up the landscaping company at about 100 clients. Um, and then I just offloaded all those when I actually started to transition into real estate. Um, I ended up starting my real estate, my realtor course. I went all the way through that. And then about a week or two before I actually went and take the test, uh, my mom, who's the realtor, introduced me to her loan officer that she's used forever. Yep. Um, after about a couple of weeks of talking with him, he totally just converted me over to the loan side. And I think it was the best thing that's that uh, that I've ever done. Right. So from that point on, um, my senior year of high school, I basically I, I didn't I went to school till like 10 a.m. every day and then they let me out and I would just go train with my mentor. And yeah, um, he's been he was he's been in the industry for like 20 years now. So I would just watch what he did, listen to how he talked, what questions did he ask, how he dealt with customers, um, how we structured deals. And I just I was able to just to literally sit with him 12, 13 hours a day and just pick up and learn exactly what he did. Right. Yeah. And one thing that was really, um, I was very blessed and fortunate to have was um, I was thrown in with, with a lot of deals. So I, when I was, he threw me into like 20 deals at a time. So yeah. all I know how to do is manage a lot of files at once, where a lot of times when people get started in the industry, if they don't have a good mentor, they're working on maybe one, two, three deals at a time. Um, so I was able to, I, I just had to learn. I had to adapt to learn how to handle high volume. And I think that really helps me. And that's going to help me in the future as I continue to scale up. hundred percent. So let me ask you a question. Why did you get rid of the landscaping company? If you had a ton of clients, you can make a lot more money in mortgages or in finance. Got it. Makes <laughs> sense. More. Makes sense. Yep. Um, and what was, what was the initial, like, I mean, not too many people, not too many kids get, you know, uh, mission driven at that young of an age. So why did you, uh, you know, be, why did you have that entrepreneurial mindset where like, okay, you want to do landscaping, you want to become a realtor, then you want to become uh, a loan officer. Um, why all of those, uh, yeah. Well, why did you come up with that passion? 
So like I mentioned before, my family's been in real estate for a while. Um, and my grandpa actually owned an elevator company for a long, long time. And as a kid, I would spend my summers basically just going to work with him. Um, and just, again, I kind of just watched how we operated the business. He did a lot of the sales side, right? Because it was his business. So we would go meet his customers. Yeah. Uh, I would watch him negotiate deals, contracts. He'd teach me how to, you know, before we go into the meeting, he'd be like, okay, well, you got to go in there, just shake his hand, look him in the eyes, all the basic stuff that as a kid, you normally don't learn, right? You're normally not doing that kind of thing. So I think that really helped kind of get the business and entrepreneurial side of me going and, and kickstarted. Um, and I think it was just, it's just something I always, I, I enjoy doing. I enjoy creating things. I enjoy going through that process. Um, I, I, I don't know what I would do with my free time otherwise. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Uh, you're crushing it and you're only 20. So, um, you know, at that age, like uh, you have the whole world ahead of you, honestly. So that's good. Okay, great. So, <clears throat> sorry. You're good. <laughs> so now that you're alone, <clears throat> oh man. So now that you're a loan officer. Um, what are your goals? Cause you've been in the loan officer, loan officer industry for three years, right? Um, yes. what's your goal every single year? Cause honestly, uh, doing the volume that you're doing is pretty high. Like I know a few loan officers myself and they're nowhere near the numbers that you're at. Right. So last year I did just over 30 million at about 150 units. And this year I'd like to do 40 million. So, um, nice. it's a, it's a $10 million increase and it's, it's a pretty heavy goal just with everything with what's going on in the market, right? Yeah. Interest rates are rising. Markets are getting worse. We're starting to see things like margin compression. So that's definitely going to be a challenge. Uh, but that's, you know, that's definitely, that's going to be my goal for this year. And I'd also, um, as far as the team wise, I would like to bring in three new loan officers and help them get up to a million dollars a month in sales. Um, I think that if I can help train people the foundation like I was, that's all you need to know to then scale it up to how whatever you, you know, whatever lifestyle you want, right? You don't yeah. need to close a lot of deals to make a lot of money, right? So yeah. it's just about if I can help spread that knowledge that I was fortunate enough to learn to a couple other people, um, which this year's uh, my goal is three and help them get their businesses ramped up. That's just going to, that'll, that'll just feel good. <laughs> and how does that help you? Um, so if I bring them on my team, I'll get a very small override, but eventually once they kind of know what they're doing and they don't need my help, um, they'll just kind of be on their own. And I mean, it's just, it, it'll just feel good. I'll make a little bit of money, but yeah, once they kind of graduate, you could say, um, I just think that if, if I can show people how to make a very, very good living without really any, without the need for any previous skills with from high school or college, um, that's pretty sweet. (laughs) That is, that's huge. Because a lot of people think, you know, I mean, there was this notion that like, oh, you got to go to college after after high school and totally. how, yeah, things like that. But and it's crazy. Know, all I got a ton of friends right now. They're in college and half of them don't know what they're doing. They're racking up all this debt. I'm like, what yep. the fuck? What are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? It, it's absurd to me. It doesn't make any sense. Same, same. At the end of the four years, they're like, damn, I don't know if I mean. And then at the end of the four years, they don't even utilize their what they went to college for. Absolutely. And I see this nonstop. I work with a ton of people who are, you know, mid their their 30s and 40s, and they're still trying to pay off student loan debts because they only got to make the minimum payments, right? And they don't realize that by only making the minimum payments, though that interest rate on that student loan is compounding so quickly that you're not actually paying down your loan. So it just puts people in really bad spots. And I see it all over the place. And I don't want to be 30 and 40, and I don't want my friends and family to be 30 and 40 you know, buried in debt, not having good paying jobs, living paycheck to paycheck and just trapped in that, that rat race of the nine to five life. It's just not, I, I try, I want to try to help people get out of that Agreed. or prevent it. I should say before so, they get in. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so if you could give, you know, advice to loan officers that might read this, 
um, or watch this, or maybe not watch this interview, but, you know, read the articles and things like that. Um, what three pieces of advice would you give them um, to kind of get to where you're at in such a short time? Um, relationships. When I first started, one of the best things I did is I picked my four hobbies or things that I like doing. And I would just, I found uh, realtors and other referral partners to do them with me. So um, it's really all about relationships and managing those relationships. Anybody can really do a loan, right? The guidelines are the same across the board. Products are the same. Rates are going to be the same all over the place, right? It varies. But at the end of the day, anybody can close a mortgage. It's why do people want to work with you? Right. Yeah. And that's going to be relationship and service. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely a high service level. Um, as you know, as a loan officer, one of your main referral sources are realtor partners and um, realtors will work crazy hours, right? They're showing people houses oh, at five, six, seven PM. Yeah. And one of the things is if that's when they're working, that's when you should be working. Right. And like by providing that service, that really can, can set you apart from a lot of the other people who do work a nine to five in that position. And then it's just, it's just a totally different, not to say they can't close loans, so they do, but it's a different type of service level. And I think that's how you separate yourself from the crowd. Um, second thing is you're, the, the customer, the customer at the end of the day is, is, a, is like a byproduct and it's an end, it's an end goal, right? And yeah. I would, you should still focus on customer service. I'm not saying that, but you really need to just focus on like the, the service you provide your real partner because you could have, you could have the, um, the best service, the best programs, the best prices, and you could get a customer that it's just, it's crap all day long. They just, nothing's good enough for them. Um, they want their money back. They're complaining about everything. You can talk to them until 10, 11 o'clock at night, and it's just not good enough. And if you don't have a strong relationship with that realtor, and if you're not providing value to that realtor or referral partner, they're going to go back to them and, and complain, right? And if you don't have that, you just can, you can lose a, refer, a relationship. And that's going to suffer business. So um, I'm not saying don't focus on client experience, which you you should focus on. But at the end of the day, remember that realtor, uh, your referral partners is the main source of business. Um, And then third thing is, is brand and media. Honestly, one of the best things I did 14 months ago was start getting on that, getting on a TV show. Um, It definitely, it, it was something you paid for, right? But it's a, it's a marketing play. It's a marketing game. And I think that by positioning yourself, especially if you're longer, especially if you're younger, like, it's hard to get people to trust you when you're young, to be honest. Um, fortunately, as a loan officer, you talk to people mainly over the phone. Um, so I, I would show up to closing sometimes and people would be like, well, wow. Like, like it, I, I kind of would make a joke in there. I'd be like, all right, well, now that we're here, you're closing. You can't turn around. Yeah, yeah. You? I would turn it into a little, a game like that. Right. Or a little, you know, just funny joke, but um, it's, it's hard to make people trust you sometimes at this age. Um, so that's definitely something that that media and branding can help with, because if you're positioning yourself as an industry expert, if you're positioning yourself around other people and other players in the industry, it naturally builds credibility for you. Yeah. And you're very well spoken, you know, so I think that plays a big part for when you do speak to them and, and things of that sort on the phone. Um, they trust you because you know what you're talking about. You sound very well spoken um, right. and you're professional. So let me ask you a, a deeper question in terms of building relationships. So um, from what I know, a lot of these realtors already have relationships, existing relationships with loan officers. So what made, what made them change from their existing loan officer to you? So one of the big things I'd say is I, I, I love talking to everybody. I love taking people out for coffee, stuff, lunches and whatnot, and just say, hey, listen, I, I know you got relationships. I'm not trying to intrude. I don't want to be a homewrecker, right? I respect your relationships, but I'm here if you need me, right? I mean, yeah. it's if you need somebody, if you have a customer that doesn't click with you know your main guy, that just fine, send it over. And I find that just by always reassuring that, hey, I'm here if you need me, 
I, I'm not high pressure. I don't call these people every week and hound them for their business. That's just, I, there's people who do that and they're very successful. And I know that can work. That's just not how I want to flow and operate. Right. So yeah. um, it's very much, Hey, I'm here if you need me. And I think naturally as my, my business grows and other realtors and referral partners are seeing me online and on social media closing and working with maybe some of their other peers, it definitely just helps build that credibility. Um, another thing too is every time you have a buyer that gets an accepted offer, there's a listing agent on the other side of that deal, right? Yeah. And you can not only provide fantastic service and value to your customer and your buyer's agent, but you have a whole other agent where now they're literally being forced to work with you. So how can you, how can you leverage that? Right. Weekly calls, keep them updated. Do um, just let them know that you're here. If they need something, if their sellers want to talk to you to get some sort of um, confirmation, whatever you need. Uh, And then I have a goal where I always try to get that listing agent out to coffee or zoom meeting at least one time before, um, before the deal ends. If you can do that, you, you pretty much solidify a relationship. And at those coffee meetings, that's where I say, Hey, listen, I know we got a deal going right now. Everything's going smooth. I love working with you. You've been great, right? You got to kind of toot their horn too. Yeah, um, yeah. Just say, Hey, I don't know who you're also working with, but I respect any relationships. Uh, but again, you kind of see how I work and operate. And if you have anybody who needs uh, any assistance, just let me know. I work nights and weekends and I'd be happy to take care of them. Simple. So those are a couple of things that I, that I think really work. And again, it all comes back to that branding play in the media, because if they go and start researching me now, now they're going to start seeing me all over the place. So it's very important to have that media, even if, so like right now I brought in a new company to Wisconsin where I am. It doesn't, it didn't change anything. I I saw like, no, it's not, it's, it's me, right. It's not really the company behind me. So that's another important thing too. Yeah. Dang. That's good. You're yeah. You have it down. Um, so, you know, in terms of the team that you have, the team of four, uh, um, you know, I think, I think you mentioned you have four people on your team that kind of help support you. Um, what are the, oh yeah, right here. I'm team four support staff. Yep. Okay. So, um, how do they help you in terms of, uh, deal flow or, you know, client experience, like you're mentioning, or, you know, what do what do you have them do? Right. So I have uh, four processors and assistants, processors, processor slash assistants, right, who help me. And essentially, my job up front is to make sure we have a deal, right? And I've gotten to the point where I can talk with the customer, do the application, and basically see if we have a deal or not. Um, yeah. Once we get that accepted offer, the assistant's job is to take all that, take all the paperwork, and package it up, and then make sure it gets through the system. Right. Um, my job as the leader and the face of the business is to constantly be out there branding myself and bringing in the deals where um, my processor team, they're the ones who really need to make sure everything stays steady and, yeah. and go through, through the system. Um, there's a balance there, though, too, because you don't want to become the guy who just hands everything off. So there's ways that we prevent that, such as I'm still the main point of contact as far as like I give weekly updates, but it's literally easy as my assistants have um, like we have a, a system, like an Excel sheet, literally, that yeah. it just shows me where the milestones are. So I can just sit down every week, call, hey, Mr. You know, Mr. Listing Agent, just want to let you know, appraisal's back, going through underwriting, everything's smooth, right? Simple yeah. updates. And I, I really, like, I, I know just from doing this for doing this on so many deals, I can know where files are at, but just from a spreadsheet, you can see kind of the status and give a quick update, which again, that, that alone puts you kind of at the forefront of that, that process, which will prevent people from thinking you're just handing it off. But yeah, you, I could not, you could not do it without a support team. I mean, those there, I'm so grateful for them. And it's just, it's a team effort. You know, it's, I couldn't do it on my own and they couldn't do it without me. <laughs> yeah. And I like what you were talking about in terms of systems, because uh, uh, not too many people have that in their business in general. Um, so that's always good because, yeah, you need a team, but you also need systems and, 
in uh, processes and SOPs and things of that sort. So yep. did you learn that from your mentor? Or is that just something that you learned we, throughout the years? We did that together. So when I joined him, um, he he was in the he's been in the, he was in the industry at the time for like eighteen years, and um, he pretty much operated on his own. He was successful, but he operated on, on his own for a very very long time in his career. Uh, when we joined, I. I obviously didn't know how to do a mortgage, but I knew how to go out there and talk to people. So I'd go out there and just build relationships and I was starting to generate a lot of business that I didn't really know what to do with yet. Yeah. Um, so we, we were kind of forced to start hiring on an, an assistant and then another processor. And um, yeah. we built the team. And in a year, we built it up to 14 people um, just that were supporting um, uh, Augie or my mentors and I's business. So yeah. we, we kind of learned and developed those systems as we grew together. And of course, everything's changing. And we, you know, a lot of team meetings, a lot of, okay, what do you guys think? Because something that's very important, I think, too, as a team is if you can find the people who have a sales mindset, but are willing to do the back end work, you're golden. Pay your people, you know, take care of them, pay them a commission on every file though, because that's going to incentivize them to work, um, to, to get the done, to not, you know, dick around in a sense of, you know, deadlines. Yep. And you're really going to find a team that wants to help your business grow because it directly helps them. They're going to care about systems and processes. So they're actually going to have, you know, spend time, maybe even outside of their own work hours to kind of figure out what you could do to streamline it. And that's a very, very, um, um, that's a good, good golden nugget there for anybody is find a support staff that is, is sales minded, but is willing to do the back end work. And then you just pay them a base and a commission and your, your business can literally like really streamline. <laughs> I like that. I like that. So we have a good 13 minutes left. Um, I want to take it over to you. If you want me to ask you anything specific that you want to make sure we get into these articles. Um, yeah, let's do so. One thing that I'm thinking I'm going to want to build my uh, brand around is also helping realtors with their media and their oh, marketing, right? I like that. Um, I think that if I'm just framing myself on, you know, these different platforms and everything as just a mortgage professional, yeah. in a sense it's limiting, right? Because I mean, you never know, you never know what can happen in the markets, right? And I, I know I'd be fine, but I'm just thinking that if I can also frame myself as maybe, maybe like yep. a mortgage influencer guru who also helps and has a media marketing side to him, yep. I think that could be beneficial down the road. So I agree. Uh, I guess let's, um, okay. What question? I can, I can start, yeah. I can start asking you about how you help them and why it's important and things of that sort. Okay. Yeah. Do that. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, aside from, uh, and by the way, this is, this is recorded, but nobody's going to see this except us. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. So aside from, you know, being a mortgage officer, you know, loan officer and things like that, I know you also help out realtors with their media. Um, and it's been helping you out a ton. Um, why do you think it's important for realtors to also do the same thing? Um, and how can you help? Absolutely. And, you know, as a loan officer, that is something that I also, you know, it's it's sort of a value proposition, right? Because if you can help your realtor partners build up their brand and their media and their marketing, um, you know, it's building their business. And then you go into the conversation and, and say, hey, look, we're not just, I'm not here just to ask you for referrals. I'm here to ask you to go into a business partnership, right? We're yeah. partners. Yes, at the end of the day, we kind of, we have our own businesses, right? We're running our own numbers and stuff. At the end of the day, we're we're intertwined. 
So how can we grow together? And some of the things that I help a lot of these agents with just from, you know, um, being in a different, I guess, um, a different generation is, is the media, the marketing, the social media, um, leveraging stuff like that. Um, and it's most, a lot of people don't do it. Um, I've seen a huge uptick in people starting to use video, uh, but we're still at the very, very brink of it. Um, and yeah. once people can really start understanding how to utilize a lot of, um, um, more, a lot of, I guess I should say a lot more different types of social media platforms and not only utilize it, but be consistent on it, right? That's something that people struggle with. I can sit down with a realtor, get them all motivated, fired up. They'll, uh, we'll come up with a whole social media marketing plan. We'll come up with content ideas and then they'll post it for seven days, right? And then it'll be done. Yeah. I'll come up and be like, Hey man, what happened? Oh, well, I didn't see any results. I'm like, yeah, but it's only been seven days, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah. So it's important to not only have an actual plan, but also you got to get in the right mindset. And that's very important too, as somebody who didn't maybe grow up in this era with all these social media platforms. Right. So it's, that's something I I like to help a lot of people with too, is just, you know, not only doing, helping them with the actual work and the execution of it, but also setting the foundation and getting them mentally prepared for what it's actually going to take to see the results that they want to see in their business. Right. And do you think the results come quicker if they do get some sort of media and PR and things of that sort? Um, oh, because, 100%. Yeah, because, because you know, posting on social for seven days probably is not going to cut it if you just do seven days. Um, right. But, you know, if you have that credibility portion, you know, most people, when they buy from you, they, they need to trust you and things of that sort. So um, do you find that a lot of realtors need that, especially if they're starting out? 100%. 100% they need that. But here's the thing. They don't know how to get it. People yep. don't know how to do that and how to structure it. And, and that's, that's one of the advantages that I have with the American Dream Show, right? Is it's a national TV show on CNBC, Travel Channel, Bloomberg, Fox Business. And by being able to invite realtors on here, I'm able to take their business, showcase it. Now they're able to take that piece of content, even though it's a five minute segment, break it up into 15, 20 different pieces of marketing material. They can throw as seen on now on all their email signature, their posts, they can leverage it. And that gives people um, a position of power where now, okay, now let's say you're doing consistent social media posts. If people click on you or if people start to research you, all right, now they're going to start seeing, oh, he was asking on this show. I see some content here. I see some stuff here. They did an article over here. It all starts to tie together. And and I swear to like 98% of realtors and, and people aren't doing that right now. Yeah, yeah, they're missing that. And I think yeah. that's where you come in and where you can help and provide a lot of value. Absolutely. Good. Um, <coughs> sorry. Awesome. Um, cool. With that, do you want me to go dive deeper into that? We still have a good nine minutes. Um, I guess I, I, I guess I should probably map it out more because honestly, like off the record, what I'm thinking is if I can somehow frame it where once we get all this stuff going, I can just sell them your stuff. <laughs> but I only yeah, want to yeah. do that, I think, with a certain number of people, right? Yeah, I think I think you'll be able to after this, you'll have what you need to not util- like utilize us and just make like either make money or post by yourself. So you won't need us like the accelerator is meant. So that way you have everything, the articles, the contributor counts, like all that stuff. Um, that way, if you do get, you know, realtors on your team, it's super systemized and you can just take them through it. So we, you'll have all of the assets. So they will oh, wow. go through us. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess I'll have to kind of map it out and just see how that would, what that would I look mean, like. But. Yeah. And we can, we can always send you what our, what our system is, you know, um, cause we track everything in Asana and things like, I mean, we have multiple project management systems, but oh, yeah. yeah, super easy. <clears throat> Right. It'd be cool. I mean, nobody's, I mean, nobody's doing this right now. And honestly, like I, I'm in, I mean, 
I, I can't find a single loan officer who's somebody who's actually trying to implement this. Except yeah. your buddy that you introduced. I got to talk yep, to him. Yep. Exactly. That's why I was like, uh, this would be a good introduction because he barely started three months ago. Uh, he does a lot of stuff, but I, but he started loan, you know, doing loans three months ago, and he's already uh, working with the number one uh, uh, realtor in the state. Oh, so, awesome. know, easy, easy because of the, the PR stuff, right? You, you interview them, you do podcasts, things of that sort. So it's like, you know, it'd be good to make the introduction. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'll definitely, we'll connect. I'll connect with him, but um, cool. I guess, so as, as I guess you deem it, I guess, I don't know what I tell, so I could dive into as far as yeah. that right now. Um, but do you think that I should, do we do need more content on that? Um, <clears throat> I think, uh, I think you did really well. I think we can always, include obviously since we knew pr we can always include how it's beneficial for realtors to get with you specifically so we can kind of hash that out pretty well um, okay. what we didn't know initially beforehand was a lot of the loan officer stuff which was the main stuff that i was asking you so right um, a lot of the yeah i think i think we're good actually and you crush it you speak you speak pretty fast but you but you're very well spoken so literally within the first 15 I, minutes you like went through the whole story and like everything i gotta slow down that's something that i've always been bad at is i need to i just i'm trying to slow down the talking but yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> well i mean for this case it's good though because we're just recording it right and then right. the more the more you talk the, the better the content so yeah i think we're good um but do you have any questions for me before i tell you next steps um no what's the next steps so I'm going to send this over to the team. Um, we don't work on Fridays. So I'm going to send this over to the team. You're going to get the headlines immediately, either today or tomorrow. Um, okay. And then after that, after you approve of those, uh, we'll start the article writing process immediately. Once the articles are being written, that's when we'll introduce you to the TV. That way, that wait time of the article being written, you're still doing something. So right. every single week, we want to have some sort of success. Um, so that's kind of like the, literally like the next, like this week and next week. Um, but as soon as that's the articles are live, um, that's when we go straight for the contributor account. So you'll get a good, like five to nine contributor accounts. Um, and that's where the real you know bread and butter is made. So then how does that work? So basically I could essentially hire a writer to, to just keep content flowing for me and it could get distributed across these platforms or. Yeah, but I don't recommend doing that just because, um, the only ones that I would recommend doing that is like the Forbes the entrepreneurs, things like that. But um, anything else like they're not that you, sh- you should utilize them not to write content on thought leadership, but you, sh- you should lo- utilize them for the leverage portion, which is like doing more collaborations with realtors and things of that sort. Cause with a lot of these contributor accounts, you're going to get to publish them immediately. So let's say they have uh, houses that they want to promote, right? You can get it published immediately. Um, if you want to awesome. do something specifically for them, you can get it published immediately. So that's how I would utilize it versus, you know, thought leadership. The only ones I would do thought leadership on would be the higher tier just because, okay. yeah, I mean, you know, just because like the more you write on there, the better. But you're, I should still do that though, the thought leadership and still post on yes. like, but only, a, yes, only on a couple, not all of them. Cause you're going to get a lot. <laughs> okay. I guess I have no idea. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, let me check one thing real quick before we hop off. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm taking a look at your, uh, your search results. And there's it's all it's really fucked up right now. It still shows my old company, I think. What do you see right now? Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Um I mean, what's your old company? Hero Home Programs? No, it's not. Okay. So local local search, I get my I get a Google listing of my old company on there. So I guess that's this isn't as bad as I I thought. (laughs) This is actually really good because nobody else has your name here. And the only thing that that's here is you. So it's going to be easy to get a Google knowledge panel right here on the right. Well, are you familiar with what that is? Um, like a wiki? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yep. Um, and then because the main things that, that, that are here is like LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram, 
when you get the Forbes and Entrepreneur Award and things like that, it's going to rank so high. It's going to be the first thing people see. That's awesome. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, it's good. I got all oh, good. My face is on there too. Yep. Boom. Yeah, you're good. So uh, yeah, if this is like the perfect, uh, you know, because usually we do audits. We didn't, we never did an audit for you. Um, but yeah, uh, just kind of taking a look at this, uh, we're going to be good to go. Cool. Awesome. Any right. questions for me? Nope, we're good. Um, just keep me posted and then let me know. I know you said that once they, they're going to send me over some headlines to approve, I'll get that yeah. going. And uh, I know you guys will keep me in, informed. Um, and then um, I think, I think Michael, another note, I think he just requested or he's, he set me up a calendar. So I'm hoping by next week we'll get going. I could start trying to sell this stuff, but uh, I'll, uh, I'll reach out to Michael. Yeah, we just did uh, what's called roundtable. So because we're starting ads on TikTok and Facebook, um, we put all three of you guys on one calendar. So that way it uh, sends it to everybody. Because if we're doing ads, we can't be sending it to just one link because then, you know, you guys are going to get booked out pretty quickly. And then, you know, so. Right. Okay, cool. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thanks, man. Have a good birthday. See you.